0: Having a streamlined procurement process and a clear procurement strategy is essential to ensure your organization is able to meet its business goals, ranging from profitability to sustainability and more. This is Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement or how to buy consulting services. You'll get tips on how to use consulting. By consulting and managing the consulting. Tips and tricks from the pros. Let's do this. This is Smart Consulting Sourcing. And now your host, Ellen Lafitte.
1: Hello and welcome back to Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement. I am Elaine and today we'll be talking about internal consulting. But before that, let me give you a recap of last week's episode. I talked about how to not fail on a consulting project in a fun way. When it comes to finding a consulting firm, you really need to know what your needs are. Are you looking for help for developing strategies or executing them? Do you want someone that can provide hands-on assistance as well as handle the day-to-day management of your project? If so, make sure you find a consultant who has experience in those areas and is qualified as the type of work required. It's also important to manage your project from day one by establishing clear expectations and deadlines. They will save both time and money, which often leads to more success. However, this week, I want to talk about internal consulting. Over the past 20 years, the growth of in-house consulting groups has been one of the most notable elements of change in the fast-moving consulting industry. It is hard to evaluate the extent of external consulting, But large companies such as Bayer, American Express, Google, Airbus, Samsung, Dell, SNCF, BASF, Deutsche Post, etc. have built internal consulting structures that can go from small ad hoc teams to fully developed groups of hundreds of consultants and more. Even though internal consultants are permanent employees of an organization and typically only consult for one single client, they provide, in many cases, equivalent services and are quite often formerly external consultants. One could argue that internal consulting is the ultimate form of specialization in the consulting industry. However, another could counter that companies are losing the best practice dimension and independence. Indeed, the debate could last for hours, as both topologies have their pros and cons. One thing for sure, though, the internal consulting population is on the rise. So let's have a more in-depth look at the key elements underlying this phenomenon as internal consulting is here to last. Working with consultants is easy. Not long ago, working with consultants was seen as a necessary area, and we all know the joke about the consultant and the watch. However, executives have seen the benefits over the years to work with external consultants. Their image has shifted to a more neutral position, from judgment to support. As you can imagine, the growing population of ex-consultants in the executive ranks helps as well. Companies have understood the interest of dedicated teams working on projects independently from the rest of the organization. They have indeed identified a potential lever for improvement in creating teams with the same focus and ways of working as external consultants. Also, there used to be an experience and impact gap between internal and external consultants. However, as the value chain is evolving, internal consultants have no access to better talent and methodologies. On some metrics projects, such as Commercial Excellence or Lean, the impact from internal consultants is now equivalent to the one brought by external consultants. Last, organization structures are now optimized to get synergies and make the most of the existing talents. If you put together the needs of all the business lines and support lines, most companies will be able to get a critical mass of similar projects that could justify building a dedicated team. When it comes to skills and experience, there are lots of commonalities between both populations. Internal consultants are usually expert in their field or have just joined after a consulting career. External consultants maintain an edge on consultative selling skills and advanced capabilities. Internal consultants will do the same with the cost performance trade-off on capabilities that have started to commoditize. A key differentiator relates to the intimacy with the company. Even though some external consultants tend to work with companies for years, Nothing can replace being actually part of it to apprehend its culture and its core activities. Some projects require a strong intimacy with the company to be able to blend in or to provide an inside-out expertise. In that case, the internal consultants are probably the right partners. But sometimes, you need to fit the project with rich experience from other companies in the same field or the same capability. It will be then complicated to top the external experts. Top consulting firms live and die by their ability to produce fresh thought leadership. They need to be at the edge of their discipline to remain relevant. Consultants need to write white papers and research materials to climb the ranks of their firm. This is not the case for the internal consulting rules as they are like other employees focused on projects and execution. Now that we have examined the various aspects of internal consulting groups it's time to understand how we can efficiently implement an internal consulting group. When looking at your strategy and the challenges you're facing in the next three to five years, you can already identify some recurring consulting needs. A recurring long-term and well-defined need for consulting services is often a good start to build internal consulting capacity. However, deciding to set up an internal consulting group is only the first step. A few elements, need to be there to secure sustainable results. First of all, just like external consultants, internal groups need to have a clear value proposition. Even though you want the group to remain flexible, their core expertise and focus have to be very clear. The group should describe the topics where the knowledge will have the most significant impact, but also the subject they will not touch under any circumstances. As Coach Rashid Wallace would put it, "Bold don't lie. In other words, the group has to demonstrate its value to the rest of the organization. The group has to win projects, since to a superior impact on the organization. Many companies have tried to force the use of internal consulting groups. They got the exact opposite effect they expected. And the internal groups were singled out as the root cause for failure project. Last, even though the team could be kickstarted through an injection of corporate funds, the team has to be able to fund itself by charging the internal clients. If the clients don't see the value, the group will be short-lived. When you're running projects through your internal consulting group, it is essential to measure the impact of the project and the satisfaction of the internal clients. Having their feedback on the work is a fantastic tool to build improvement and development plans. Your internal consulting group will be able to grow their skills on the right dimensions and their internal clients better. It is also a compelling way to convince internal clients to use their services while comparing with similar external service providers. Internal consulting is a growing trend today. Internal consulting groups offer organizations plenty of advantages starting from increased privacy and trust when working on sensitive projects to the probably most significant one, cost-effective solution and the opportunity to lower expenses in cooperation. To hiring external consultants. When comparing internal and external consultants, we saw a few more distinctions. External consultants have more independence and are able to provide more objective point of view than their internal counterparts. They often possess an expertise and skill set HG. When making a decision about your next project, it's worth evaluating the, all the elements and pick the team of consultants that is best suited for the project and prepare to deliver. best results and that marks the end of our podcast folks next time i want to talk about what went wrong with your consulting spend so stay tuned till then stay safe and happy sourcing if you have other questions about internal consulting remember you contact you can contact me directly on linkedin or by email because i'm always game for a chat bye and see you next week au revoir
0: you've been listening to smart consulting sourcing the only podcast about consulting procurement and how to buy consulting services. Pro tips on how to use consulting, buy consulting, and manage it. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we hope you've gotten some useful and practical information. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at consultingquest.com. Check out the blog at consulting.wiki and find the ebook, Smart Consulting Sourcing a step by step guide to getting the best ROI from your consulting. Available on Amazon and other online sellers find us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube. For questions and comments, send an email to ellen.lafitte at consultingquest.com. See you next time.